Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before I left, it was all quiet and we all still had to pretend that we were pro-Assad. We weren't allowed to express what we really thought. But I remember when it first kicked off... At school, like the children were protesting, they weren't. No, they weren't protesting against Assad. They were protesting for him, and they wish they used to shout, "Allah Suriya Bashar al-Bas," which means God Syria Assad, and that's it. Like that's all that matters. They used to shout that, running around the school. And me and my friend Anto were in the classroom when it was happening, and I asked him what he thought, and I remember the conversation just whispering to each other. Saying I don't agree with him, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm a Syrian refugee. It's nice, it's not the same. It's safer, so, obviously. Yeah. The people are nicer, more polite than a lot of people in Syria. There's just a lot more Western. So what are the bad ways then? It's a lot different to Syria. I prefer the food and the hospitality and the older country, you know. So what about when you first arrived here? Who met you? I was welcomed by family that my mum knew, because luckily we are part English. I'd been to England before, so it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. I never thought that I would never be able to go back to Syria, so it was quite normal. So how did you feel about leaving Syria for the last time? I was quite excited to come to England at first. I never thought it would be the last time. I thought I would be able to visit my family and go back and see everyone again. When the conflict in the Middle East first started with Tunisia, and I never thought it would lead to this. I thought there'd be a few protests and things would change because we obviously wanted things to change as well. And so when it first started in Syria, it was a positive thing. Everyone was sticking up for themselves and then it got out of hand. It's like you never know these things would actually happen to you. Why did you want to change yourself? We were all very controlled over there. I was made to believe that Assad is a good guy. He is the person we love. We had to sing the national anthem every day. It was a crazily controlled country. You'd get arrested for saying something bad about him. Everything's fine in Damascus. But then in Aleppo, where I'm from, he's cutting off the water and he's supplying everybody with internet but not allowing them to post what they want to post. So... It comes across as if everything's fine when it's not. We had a family friend and we got told Do you that... want to stop? <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. <sighs> we got told that he was killed in a motorcycle accident when we knew that he was fighting. And we all knew that it wasn't just a motorcycle accident because he didn't own a motorcycle. <sighs> he was living in our house at the time that we left behind. And after he died, his family got kicked out by the extremists. So we don't know what's happened with them at the minute. Okay, let's let's move on from that. What was your early childhood like in Syria? It was very nice. Um, we had a lovely house and a swimming pool, and 
It was lovely weather and it was just all positive things. Always visiting the ruins and seeing it was a really beautiful country. Can you tell us in your native language how you'd feel about returning home one day? I said um, I really want to go back to Syria and in God's will it will go back to normal. It will go back to how it should be. And what do you think you'd find in Syria if you went back right now? <sighs> Nothing. <sighs> what do you miss about Syria? Everything. Um, the culture, the food, family, the nice weather, my house, my friends. Trips to the beach? Yeah, the beach, the beach there was, wasn't that nice. We always used to go to Turkey. But, yeah, the beaches were quite dirty. What year of school are you in at the minute? I'm in year 12. So, the first year of sixth form? Yeah. And what year were you in when you came here, the first year you went into? I was in year 10 when I first came. Were you welcomed? It's always hard starting a new school. It was a bit harder as... My English hasn't hadn't been used that often, and I did have a strange accent at first. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got used to it. I met people, met friends. Everyone welcomed me as normal. They'd ask where I'm from and stuff, and I'd just tell them, and they didn't really know much about it at the time. They'd say, oh, what's Syria? Any of your friends judgmental towards you about your situation? or Not in a negative way, no. They're more sympathetic. How does school in England compare to your one in Syria? I'd say the school in England is better than the one in Syria. There's less teacher-student abuse and mistreatment. Better education, just in general. It's a lot more formal. It's a lot more... You get better qualifications out of it, and Syria wouldn't really get much for anything. Do you not miss any of the atmosphere of a Syrian school, though? Because I'm sure there's a big difference. Yeah, there is a big difference. It was When I was in school in Syria, it was a lot less serious in school here so it was more like fun there and obviously all my friends were there so that was completely different. Do you know what any of your classmates from Syria are doing now? My best friend from Syria, Esma, she's in Iraq at the minute. She was before a refugee from Iraq and she moved to Syria and now she's gone back to Iraq as a a Syrian refugee so (laughs) that's not great. A lot of people have moved to Dubai have any of them come to London or England? Not any of my friends, no. I know that some of my sister's friends have and they're currently studying in universities in England. And what advice would you give to someone before fleeing their own country and arriving in Britain? Don't leave any personal belongings behind because you never know that you won't get a chance to go back and get them. If you're fleeing, then just make sure you know you're fleeing and there's not likely going to be a chance to pick up something you've left behind would you say it's important to make sure you leave on good terms with everybody you knew yeah I made sure I did when I left I had arguments with friends in school and I always made sure that I apologized yeah is there anything you wish you knew about England before you came here I wish I knew that it's as different as it is I thought when I visited England before it was only for a holiday so it's never really been the experience of actually living here especially as an older teenager, I've always just been a child in England, so it's always just been the fun. It is a lot different, that's all I can say. Would you want international forces to intervene in Syria? 
Yeah, definitely. I can understand how they believe it isn't their business, but it's necessary. It, they need to help. Do you think this will help to end the conflict? Not quickly, but it will speed the process up. Would you say aid was important to Syria? Well, I've heard that the aid from charities and stuff only really get to the better off areas because of Assad's control. So if you want to help, I'd say try and find um, an internal source instead so you know it's getting to the places where they actually need it. Where do you get your news from now? range of places. We have an Arabic satellite set up in our house. So we get the news from all the Syrian channels, both Assad's channels and the less... Governmental bias? Yeah. And we get the videos off YouTube and stuff because they're actually filmed and there's nothing Assad can do about them. So what would you do in your daily ritual? Wake up early in the morning. We'd go... We had a downstairs kitchen next to the swimming pool. Have breakfast there and go for a little swim before school. Sometimes I'd wear my swimming costume underneath my school uniform. So, <laughs> so when I came home, I could just jump straight in the pool. I would work hard in school too. We were made to work. But it was fun. I have grown up a bit since then, so I am... <laughs> I am working a lot harder at school now. It's a lot more serious. Do you think there's anything worse happening in the country that's not being reported about? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially on English TV because it is so gruesome. Um, if you do follow the Syrian media, especially the ones against Assad, and they constantly post horrifying pictures, which you wouldn't believe was actually happening if you literally just watch the English television. Children being poisoned and it's mainly just pictures of children. So how did you feel when you first realised there was a problem? in Syria? It wasn't a problem at first. We knew that we had to go soon, otherwise we wouldn't have been able to get out. Our family, our friends mainly, called us silly, saying nothing's going to happen. But we ignored them and we left anyway. Because the roads from our house to the borders were slowly getting worse and worse. So it's like, we need to go before they get blocked. And there's no way out. So we left and... This it was the best choice we made. Did anyone in your family or you or anyone you knew predict that it was going to escalate to this stage? I think my dad knew because the one time they protested before, they just shot everyone, but it didn't escalate. I don't think he just he knew that it escalate this far, but he knew something bad would happen because he knows what they're like. What are your parents' view on the situation? My dad is very strongly against Assad. He said if he could go out there, he would, and he would help the freedom fighters, but I personally believe that they're both as bad as each other. Anyone with a gun. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
is the criminal.